What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to Star Chaser Central, a podcast about Charles Hamilton music moments and everything in between. I'm Stick Braxton. And I am Mike D. Jackson. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, Feeling a lot, a lot relaxed, man. I just got back from a, a massage. So uh, okay. feeling uh, good, man. Feeling good. Like, okay. Um, I got you. Like a good massage or like a Deshaun Watson massage? No, 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 no. Professional, oh. like go to an actual place and they and they massage you. Like woman, yeah. by the way, no, no, nothing about anyone's preference. Whatever, that's all fine yeah. and all dandy. But yeah. professional yeah. place, not nah, because there's some people. There's I, I realize there's there's women like oh I can massage you. No, because actually, like if there's a sore spot, you can't get that. You're you're just trying to like rub, rub you know. And yeah, I'm fine with that. But I my my back actually hurts. I actually need a real one. But but not nah, actual massage. Actual professional. Oh, okay, good, good. I, you know, I've never gotten a mas- like a professional one. Um, for me, one of my uh coworkers, he's like, "Hey, man, like you, you seem like tense. You should probably get that checked out." And it was like last year. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I listened to him." You know what I mean? But um, uh, there's a lot of people that haven't because we have these ideas like, "Ah, man, that's not for me." It's, it's, it probably is for you, like I said, because they're actually focusing on things you need done, mm. not the, not the, oh, it's gonna be a little. You want a happy? No, it's none of that. It's like mm-hmm. they professionally do it, so they're tasteful about it. I, I all I'll say is this: you do that on your own time. I would recommend it for everyone. That doesn't matter who you are. It, it, we're all getting older. We gotta take care of our bodies. Drink water, you know. So, but how how are you doing, man? How, how's everything for you? Oh uh, man, you know, uh, by the time we're recording this, it's it's definitely holiday season for sure, Christmas season, and I've been I've been just everywhere trying to complete the list you know nice nice uh every year i'm just like oh man this is this is gonna be quick and i'm gonna be done and now i just keep remembering how many like nieces and nephews and like i like do stuff for the neighbors and like it's a lot bro i i feel you on that uh for me it's the other way around where obviously we got family and whatnot but for the most part we buy for just close immediate family everybody else is like hey yeah (laughs) yeah i feel that i feel that um, but today, you know, we're we're here to talk some Charles Hamilton music, man, and we are reviewing both American Gangster One and Two. Yes, sir. It's crazy because they both have different surnames, so this is easier to kind of figure out compared mm-hmm. to the awkward series or something like that. So I believe the first American Gangster is who is Charles Hamilton, and then American Gangster Part Two or Two Point is where is charles hamilton yes yes um so who who came out uh the first one came out during the harmonization process i believe right yes yep okay now i i never know when the second one came out i think i tried to look it up and couldn't figure it out do you have that information at all i do not the issue i had was the same thing so looking it up like for example a lot of Charles's catalog is on YouTube. So you're like, okay, well, I'll just look up to see when it got, you know, dropped and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Most of the music where it got dropped, it's not like 2009 or anything like that. You can tell it's from 2008, 2009 era of Charles, mm-hmm. but looking it up, I didn't see anything about like when it actually got dropped. If anything, I think it's this, this was at the time where maybe 2012 when certain Charles projects were getting dropped and it's like, Hey, this is some of my current new stuff of the dirty leather wallet sound. But there are some other projects that got dropped in between that where it's like, Hey, this is what I was doing back then that didn't get a release date for whatever reason, but here it is now. So 
Um, we don't know officially, but it's definitely something around that point in time that it got dropped. Um, it should have been dropped maybe 08, 09, but got dropped later on, like 2012-ish era. Yeah, it definitely sounds, it definitely is like a 0809 thing. Just you can just tell by sound wise and you know, that type of situation. Um yeah, and I even and we'll get into it more. I also feel like maybe I didn't understand the track listing for 2.0. I was like, huh. I didn't realize that some certain songs were on there, but maybe it just could be somebody misremembering stuff. I don't think I had the official track list, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I do have the track list for both of them, but like you said, we'll get to it in a minute. Yeah. There is some confusion for me on, on my part as well, where I was like, wait a minute. There, there. But like you said, it could have been a typo, could have been an issue. Someone just put something in there. It's like, oh, that's what it's supposed to be. Because I looked at the track list and even like photos or fan created posts for mm-hmm. at least for 2.0. And it's like, okay, they have the track list and written down the same one I'm reading. But I'm like, I don't know. But yeah. like, that's what we're going with. So that's fine. Um, so basically, basically, it's kind of a um, it's definitely like a play off of the movie that came out during the time, right? right. Uh, American Gangster. Um, Jay did the did the album. Um, out, was that a tie-in or was that just a separate album from Jay? I want to say it was just a separate album, right? I want to say it's a separate album because I'm. I, I'll say like. He might have been able to do like a two for one type of thing where he could say, hey, this is our and, you know, what I mean by our soundtrack to the American Gangster soundtrack. Uh-huh. It's also my album. Yeah. But then I'm pretty sure there was like an official like, hey, this is a official soundtrack that the movies and everybody came out with. Say, hey, this is their, their soundtrack. But I feel like that's more for 1.0 because 2.0 doesn't really fit follow the same format. Mm-hmm. I noticed, of course, with 1.0. It's a bunch of the J beats and J samples from mm-hmm. the American Gangster soundtrack. With 2.0, I think there might be one or two songs that are like J related, but a lot of it is Alchemist, like beats Alchemist did and mm-hmm. whatnot. So shout out to Alchemist because he's always made crazy fire beats, but it's like a lot of Alchemist, Mob Deep, people that rapped on, on you know, Alchemist beats back then. Mm-hmm. I know it's for 2.0. Yeah. Um, let's just dive right in uh, because it kind of, uh- leads to my first question kind of uh uh-huh. gates the invocation um kind of opens up and charles basically gets to a speech about you know people confusing the difference between gangsta and gangster uh people doing gang thinking that they're gangster but not really and so his goal is to do the gangster shit to prove that it's not really gangster what do you what do you what do you think his his goal is here all right so especially at this time, I want to say being gangsta or gangster, it, it was a little fuzzy at the time because, you know, a couple years back, you know, you had everyone trying to be like 50 Cent, hey, I got shot too. I got shot too. And everybody wanted to get shot and talk about how they got shot and everything. Then you had someone like Kanye West who wasn't about all that. Mm-hmm. He was making great music and people were vibing to it. You had that beef and the whole album sale with 50 and Kanye. Mm -hmm. And it should have been like a landslide for 50. And it wasn't. He lost. And then it became a thing where I think people realized, hey, man, we don't got to do that stuff anymore. We can actually be a little bit more open and upfront. They started getting the Cuddies and the Drakes and everybody else. Mm -hmm. So it became a thing where I think people really started to think about what is gangster? What is gangster? You know? And I think with Charles, he had a great point of 
even the stuff that we see on TV, movies, video, video games, whatever. Yeah, this could be gangster, but who's this really helping? It's not helping you. It's not really helping your family. Maybe short term, long term, not not really. And and if this is what gangster really is, maybe we need to stop it, or maybe we need to come up with a new description for it. Mm-hmm. Come up with a new idea for it. Yeah. Um. My initial thought was just, you know, um, some hmm, some people would use the word gangsta just because of the pronunciation, and then gangster would also be pronou- pronounced differently by certain people. That was yep. my initial one. So I don't <laughs> think he meant that. So I'm just going to skip that part. Um, but I, I like what you're saying. It, it does make it sense that, you know, because that was, that was very popular. And he's, he's brought it up multiple times even if you remember pink lavaland the opening song is america got a thing for this gangster shit but i don't got it that was kind of the big you know the big talking point during this time during music at least from like oh five to yeah like oh seven oh six oh seven was like a huge that was like the huge thing which also by the way was crazy like oh yeah how you get into the rap game tell everybody i got shot bro that is for one person one person made that look fire because the music that followed was also fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people should not try. It's just it's an autobiography, basically. And it's just a great story. You can't come in the game like, yo, I got shot three times. I don't care. So it's like, yo, like, you. everybody has their own story. Just that being shot or saying you're a shooter. Charles was like, that doesn't really make you gangster. It just means you got shot or you're a shooter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's, that's, those two don't equal, right? It's a different... There's a different air. There's a different uh, aura that makes you a gangster. 50 is a gangster. Yeah. No, we know that. Because to this day, when he says something, I usually believe it. You know? Like, that's that's the, that's the aura that you have to have as a gangster. And I think if we take a look now, today's music and some of the different, you know, styles of music that we have you know i'm never gonna knock anybody for for creating art or like in the music that they make i'm never gonna knock it but i feel like we see a lot more of the you know the shooters and the da, 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 you know trying to make music and making this music but again does that do we really need that in music to make good music no i feel like you should be able to make good music just because you're a good artist it makes sense. But I think another issue is, for example, you said like when we when we had people that were gangsters, gangsters in the music business, it was about, you know, hey, you might got shot. I got shot. You got shot. We're shooting back. We're selling drugs. We're doing. But at a certain point, it started becoming a thing of not even shooting. It was became a thing of, hey, um, instead of me selling the drugs, I'm doing the drugs. How, how much drugs can I do? Yeah. How much can I put inside my body and consume. Mm-hmm. And then it became a thing of like, okay, now it's like you were dealing with the addicts, but now you're the addict yourself. Yeah. And is that really gangster too? You know, like, oh, I could, cause you have people like future that would talk about how much drugs they would do. And then it came out. He was like, yeah, I really don't even be doing drugs like that. I was, I was playing with y'all, man. Like yeah. that's, that's not really what I'm doing. Come on now. And people are like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. what? I thought that was gangster. It's like, man, like we really got to make up our own definition of gangster and stop glamorizing so many people's lifestyles that may or may not be real yeah yeah i i think that's an amazing point because people people i don't know people get 
mesmerized by lifestyles because they 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 look at somebody's life and they look at the parts that they enjoy that maybe their subconscious they want to be like that person so they do some of the shit that they may not want to do and may not normally do they'll do it in hopes that they can have the lifestyle that they look for but dog separate music from reality and you don't have to do any of that you could be who you want to be by going a whole different path but that's 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 a whole different conversation for another yeah, day i got you uh, um, the uh the project um 1.0 starts with awesome um so awesome is a a very it's a it's a good record it's a good record um Charles loves spelling his name, if you've never noticed that before in other songs. He loves spelling his name. But it also fits perfectly from a lot of beats. Um, there is another version of this that we'll talk about in a minute, and I'll ask, obviously, which one is better. But first off, how do you feel about uh, the original Awesome? All right. So Awesome is is a good song. Yeah. Uh, I do like the spelling. I think with, with Rap That, where... A lot of people used to spell their names back in the, I want to say late 80s, maybe early 90s. That was like a type of style that we didn't really see as much in the 2000s, sometimes a little bit, but not really. But mm-hmm. Charles bringing it back. And I think this is a really good song. At the same time, there is some, I guess you'd say, contention because he, he came out with the part two on mm-hmm. the 2.0. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'll say. I feel like with this song, it's a really good song. I feel like it's like, hey, this is what we're doing with this beat. Let's have fun with it, and we'll take it from there. Yeah, that's how I feel yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's too much to say about it. I think it's, you know, it's it's good. It's good. It's how can I put it? Um. Uh. It's like cooking without butter. It could still be good. Like if you use like olive oil, yeah, that's that's good. That's good. It's healthy. Yeah. It's healthy. It's just when you learn to cook with butter, things get turned up a notch. Uh yeah. but let's go to <laughs> punk punk rock boy in the hood. Now this is where we start to use um from what I remember, this is when we actually start using American gangster uh beats, because this is uh Rock, rock Boys. Boys. Rock Boys, yep, Rock yeah. Boys. Uh how'd you feel about punk rock boy in the hood? Um, good song. It's one of those things where I remember there's a few people that were using the beat, and when the song originally came out, when Jay had it, I was like, "It's all right. It's a cool song. Mm-hmm. I like Charles's version. It's it's cool. It's one of those situations. I remember we talked about it before, where if a remix isn't as great or better than the original, it's going to be okay. It'll be like, all right, it's cool, but you might mm-hmm. not remember it as much. So out of a lot of remixes that artists have done to this beat, Charles is is not one of the first ones I think of. It's a good version. One thing that uh, did make me think about it was he mentioned about kind of like a comparison to Diddy. And back then, that was completely fine. But you hear that now in 2023, it's like, oh, yikes. And of course, nobody knew that back in 2008. Even Charles, I know on his blog a little while ago, he, he posted about like some of the stuff that Diddy's been going through. And he's like, hey, with me and my personal run-ins with Diddy, I've never had any personal issues, but that's just my my story. Mm-hmm. I don't know him like that, so I can't speak on him. 
but mm-hmm. I can only speak on my experiences. But it was just something crazy that I was like, oh man, like it, it sucks when you have a great line, but then like I said, it it ages like like milk. So yeah, um, yeah, I I don't think I want that comparison right now. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't want that comparison right now. Um, yeah, even with everything that Charles has like gone through and all the different things that he's, you know what I'm saying, experienced as far as like his own ups and downs and stuff, I don't even want that on my jacket, bro. I don't even want even close, like it's like, oh, we're giving out we're giving out diddy pins. It's like, you know what? Let's let's uh I'm cool. I'm cool. I don't want the I don't want the Sean John shirt. I don't want no. the Sean John jeans. I like I said I don't want the pins. I don't want no shoelaces. I don't want no glasses. Uh and no disrespect to Bad Boy because they've done a great thing in yeah. this whole business, but I won't even wear a Bad Boy shirt or a hat. Not even not even because of that. Uh, R.P. to Craig Mack because that, that's my favorite uh, person in uh, Bad Boy. He was first person signed with Biggie, but if it had Craig Mack on it, maybe. But other than that, sorry, not doing it. Yeah, it's just it's 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 one of those situations, man, where it's like you listen to a song, you're like, yeah, but then you start, then you know, all you hear is Homeboy in the background, you're like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Photo die sounds crazy now. Um, punk rock boy in the hood. Yeah, here's the thing about that, right? It's for me. I was never like the biggest fan of American Gangster, but there, I, I remember there were some songs I definitely liked, and some of the beats. Well, some, yeah, some of the beats on this tape made it. I was like, okay, I like, I like that song. And so it's easier for me to get to. I never liked Rock Boys in the Hood. I never liked Rock Boys. I was just like, it's okay, I guess, at best. But, like, I never gravitated to it like everyone else did. Yeah. When it first came out. This was, like, around... That came right after Kingdom Come. Yeah, that that was the uh, album that everyone was like, Jay, what the hell is this? Yeah, he had had to bounce back. Because Kingdom Come was rough. Kingdom Come was really rough, and so I don't think I was ex- excited to go back to a J album because you got to remember too, like the Black album should have been, and I said this on the on a, the Two Tall Boys pod recently, is that the Black album really was Jay Z's uh, 1996 Michael Jordan versus the Utah Jazz jump shot. Yeah, because like it's a perfect way to go. Like a really, really great album right off into the distance. And then you came back in the Wizards uniform. That's just not like that's not great. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't we didn't need this personally, respectfully. I love you. I love you. I love you, but like this is I didn't I didn't need this, big dog. Um I I, I got another example real quick, another example for you. So you remember for, for the wrestling fans out there, you remember WrestleMania, I forget which one, but Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. And it was like, hey, Ric Flair, he was like, oh, come on. And Shawn like, I'm sorry, I love you. And it was Sweet Chen Music. Yeah. Great match. Yo, your career's over. You've you've done enough, man. It's fine. It's great. Rides to the sunset. Uh-huh. And then that man came back and said, I'm gonna just keep wrestling. And, and then he's still wrestling to this day. It's like, bro, you're gonna stop, man. Please. We we told you like like almost 10 years ago, 15 years ago, stop. Just stop. Please. Yeah. Yeah. That it's yeah. It's precisely like that, actually. <laughs> God. I, I, oh man. 
wrestling wrestling retirements aren't real though. No, they're, they're, no. they're never real. They got to be like seriously like. But even then, like even if they retire for an injury, like ten years later, like you know what? Stone Cold's like, nah, I can wrestle, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Like that's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Punk Rock Boy in the Hood. Just it's just a even even when it's Charles, man. It it does he does well he does well, but it just it's it's just like it's okay you know, right? Sorry, it's all right, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, what we have next? We had going ignorant. All right, so I know this is like a classic. Well, I think it's an Isley sample originally, but classic Jay Z beat because I I remember it's. I believe it's Jay-Z and Beanie going back and forth before they had their beef and all that, whatever. Right. So it's a timeless record. And this is, once again, if you're getting on a beat like that where someone like Jay or whoever, if they snapped on it, it's like, you have to come with the fire. You have to. You cannot half-ass it or whatever. So heard the song. I think it's a nice freestyle. And I, when listening to this project, I think I realized a lot of these songs are freestyles. Most of them aren't just like singles or songs where it's like, there might be a hook in there somewhere, but it's just Charles going to the booth, freestyling it. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like for those people that used to say in 2012, hey man, Charles, you need to you need to you know, write your stuff down more and do this and that. And it's like, now I thought about it, I'm like, Charles, actually, maybe we didn't notice it or people just didn't pay attention to that. It's like, he's probably been freestyling a lot longer than we gave him credit for. We, we probably thought, oh, it's just, 2011, 2012, he just started freestyling out of nowhere. It's like, no, nah, he's he's been doing that on songs, just freestyling them. If he make if he makes a mistake, you know, he's going to keep it and be like, oh, whatever, who cares? But I think it's a good freestyle. I liked it. One thing, and and I hate to do it, hate to be the bear of bad news, because then he made a um, she didn't tell me she was 16. R. Kelly bar in there. Yeah. Um, oh God. I I knew where he was going with because he's talking about, you know, spitting the 16. She didn't tell me she was 16. I'm like, ah. And and this is one of those things where, you know, back then, you know, people made their R. R Kelly bars and whatnot, kind of like the shot humor and whatnot. But at the same time, it's just like, man, after we've all seen the Surviving Kelly documentary, it's just like, man, we were too... We were too, I guess, I won't say happy-go-lucky, but we were just too open with throwing out bars like that and not really knowing where we were going with it, but you know, times change. It was it was two thousand eight, two thousand nine at the time, so we didn't we didn't know better. I'll say that all of us we didn't know any better, bro. It was just, it was just too easy to do. Like, there's so many ways to flip that. You know what I'm saying? It's because even even you got to think about it too. Like a, a lot of people have like bars where you're like that. You shouldn't have said that at all. Actually, I think of like an old childish Cambino bar from Camp where he said. What did he say? He said, if she ain't 18, though, I'll say I got head in Heathrow. Because, like, I think the 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 age of consent is different in, like, over there. So yeah. it's like, hey, yo, dog, that's kind of wild. Why are you saying that on a track like that? That's nuts. Even even as recently as the last two years, well, Tyler's different because Tyler, Tyler does shock shit anyway. But the yeah. freestyle uh, with Funk Flex. Oh, yeah. Where, what did he say? Like R. Kelly, I keep a mean six, like y'all, y'all mean sixteen, like so, like again, we know what he means, and it, like the play on word is fire, but it's like, uh, God, can we stop bringing up homie? 
Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, real quick, one thing I will say, though, because I don't want to just seem like I'm attacking, like, all the rappers we used to listen to back yeah, then. Yeah. I'm not attacking Charles either. So this is one thing I will do. So even before Charles, it was, and I don't even know how he got away with this. KRS-One, I think he had a song talking about a girl being 15 or 16. Had a whole rap about it. Like, oh, I met her. And I said, hey, what's up, baby? Doo-doo. Ooh, she said, oh, from the doo-doo-doo. And she said she's 15. And I said, that's me. And I'm like, oh, wow. So it's actually been <laughs> wow. going on for and this, yeah, and this has been going on for like a while. That and that was before yeah. Kells came on the scene and was singing yeah. about whatever he was singing about. So it's like it's actually been in rap for a while. And it's like, all right, we just need to stop doing it. Like I, I know, I know there's wordplay, metaphors, similes, and whatnot, and there's double entendres, triple. It's like just like, we we should probably just start leaving that type of stuff alone. Just just because, just leave it alone. Yeah, I mean, I know you. You know, you're a rapper, and I'm a writer, and stuff like that. I. I, are there ways that I could do double entendre like that? Sure. Do I even try to touch them? No. Just like you shouldn't be trying to touch those kids, nigga. Mm, like, mm. Leave them alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, you're right. When you mentioned the freestyling thing, right? I I thought about this too. I think we may have mentioned it previously, but I think I think he's been doing this for, forever. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's just um, so I think one of two things. I think two things. I think he is freestyling, and I think he what people are confusing with the freestyling is Charles writes in his head. So the, I think those are two different things. I think freestyling and writing in your head are two different things. Okay. I think I think when he writes in his head, I think that's kind of the that's when the 2012 you know you do more written quote-unquote, started really happening. Because like you said, these are freestyles, essentially. In fact, one, it's very obvious that it's a freestyle based off the way he wrapped it in the, in, on the, out in the project or whatever. But then there are times when he's, he's making a song and he's just going along with whatever is going on. And he's writing it. Yeah. And sometimes it, it really doesn't make sense to me or to some people. I, I know that's the... That was the, the, the complaint, was that, uh, you know... It seems like you're going all off topic or whatever, but to him, it's making sense for whatever, whatever, however he's connecting it. Either we're missing it, or it's just it's we're not there yet, or whatever, right? And oh. or, or sometimes, you know, he just he's just talking crazy, he's talking his own thing, right? Yeah. Um, but in this situation, it's a freestyle, and it's a good freestyle actually. He 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 kills it. I was this oh oh what freestyle was I listening to recently? Um. I forgot which one it was. It might have been the the one when he did with Joe Button or whatever. Um, but yeah, you could just you could see it like he's just off the top, like no effort, like it's just going. Like a lot of people can't do that. You know, a lot of people and and the other thing that's cool about him too is you know, if a lot of people freestyle, they move their hands a lot. Yeah. You ever notice that? Charles never does that. He just he used to just Arms down, no movement, and just be going. And that's a crazy skill when you think about it. Because when they do that, they're trying to stretch it to figure out what to talk about next. But his is just back to back to back. So yeah, going ignorant is a good freestyle, man. Um I'm Charles, I'm pinging in a camera thing. Ironically, we woke up from Halloween, sparking these chronic leaves. It's gotta be a Harlem thing. Or maybe I'm a gangster too. My Sadiddy Queens bitch is my gangster boo. Yeah, I got my hand on straight. Thanks to you. My way message is loaded with hate from you. I just got- the American Dream is up next. 
Um, this is kind of the point of the project where I'm like, I don't remember anything. All right. So, American Dream, great song. There's a problem. We've already heard it. We have okay. definitely already heard the song before. Do it. So, the the is, I don't have an issue with the song at all, but it's already on a previous project. On That's Crash right. Land. It's on um outside right. outside looking. Crash yes, Land. there we go. Yeah. So so for me and like I, I've told y'all before with outside looking Crash Landed, you know, outside looking was my first ever official Charles project I listened to, not counting Pink Lava Lamp. Mm. So when I heard it again, I'm like, oh well, I like the song. I have nothing bad to say about it. Enjoy yeah. it. And, and you know, and Jay, and Jay snapped on his version of it, but I, I this is one of the times where I'm like, hey, I actually like Charles's version better mm-hmm. than you know Jay's version. But I've already heard it; I have no issues with it. But it's already on a different project, so it's one of those things where I'm like, all right, well, I don't have anything negative to say about it. But it's already on two other projects. Uh, Pink Magic follows up. Any? Um, I don't think I was a fan of this one. I don't think I. I don't think the beat was. Something I enjoyed, and yeah, it just it's not memorable for me. Uh, this one. Oh wow! So I know the original song, and that I think that was the that was the Blue Magic originally, where it was yep. Jay Z and Pharrell, and I think that was the first song that ever came out for the actual album soundtrack, whatever. It was like the first single, right? Yeah, that was the first single. And I remember just waking up hearing it. I, I love the beat. I I think the beat's fire. That's just me. But anyway. So, I I like the beat, and my thing is this. Shout out to ISA, because he's on it, too, because I think he starts it first, and then Charles get, gets in on the beat. Mm-hmm. With me, I was like, it's a good song. I liked it, but no disrespect to ISA. I would have loved to hear just Charles on the beat by himself to see what he would have done with it, because I like what he did with it for the bars he had. But I'm like, I wish there was just more of Charles, you know, yeah. spit, spitting on it, you know, and doing doing his own song for it. One thing I remember he said was, Said Jesus Christ needs to write for me. And he had he had a he had a bar about that. I'm like, that's that, yeah. that's fire. That's fire. It, sure. it is. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, <laughs> that's fire. Yeah, I think I think opening with I say might have been kind of the not the drawback, but like the it doesn't help. You know what I'm saying? Because like that's the first thing I'm listening to. I'm like, uh, if I want to listen to the song again, I have to. Not necessarily. I don't want to mean. I don't mean mean when I say it. I have to get through the ISA part to get to some of the, you know, the Charles part or whatever. So that's right. I think that's kind of like it hinders it for me overall. Um. Now, here's where I wish things had been different. Right. All right. Up. Up next is pressure. What pressure? Ah, uh, I know. I know where you're going, but I. I. I, I gotta hear it. I got. I gotta hear what this, you say. This is not an American Gangster track. It is actually a uh, food and liquor track. Yes, sir. Uh, with the only done once duo of Lupe Fiasco and Jay Z. Yep. One of my favorite records. Uh, I think Jay and Lou both went crazy on, on that beat. So when you hear that Charles is on it, I get excited because I'm like, oh, he's about to go insane on this. And this is where the freestyle thing happens. And you're like, man, maybe maybe write on this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe maybe do the writing on this one. Because I wanted you to go harder than you did. 
Right. right? And the whole, you know, if I make a mistake, I'm just going to make noises and like DJ scratch noise out of it. Right. And I'm like, ah, it, as soon as he did that, it took me out of it, bro. I was like, oh, my God, no. No. And it's bad because, like, afterwards he does, he cleans it up and he does a decent job. Yeah. He kind of does it again later. And you're like, oh, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to love this song. I wanted to love it. I wanted to love this freestyle. And it just, it's okay, you know? It's it's just okay. when it's, I'm telling you, when it's Lupe, I take things, like, it's a different level. And he does so well on other Lupe tracks. Right. But this one just, it falls short of what I would expect, you know? I completely understand. Now, this is what I'll say about it. I like the freestyle. It's nice. But once again, like what you said, the part where, and right before he messes up, he's doing great, but he stumbles a little bit. He does, but you were going around. And like I said, it was a good bounce back because one of the things I I was teaching one of my homies, like when I was trying to make sure I knew how to freestyle, because back then it was a thing of like, if you told someone, hey, you rap, all right, spit something. Yep. Specifically right now. It's been a freestyle right now. Mm-hmm. You, you, you couldn't you couldn't not know how to freestyle. It didn't matter if you were like Lupe or Jay-Z level. It's just you just gotta know how to freestyle. You could be like mm-hmm. A, B, C, one, two, three, S, N, double up O P, something right. like that. It's like, oh snap. It's, it's, it's something that simple. Yeah. But like you said, if if you're taking a certain song from a certain caliber caliber of artists mm-hmm. and you, you do something like that, it's like and I get it because with a freestyle, it's that whole energy you have. You mm. can't recreate it. You cannot recreate that energy again. So it's like you just gotta go with it, and you just gotta you gotta take take it for what it is. It's a freestyle. That's what it is. The more you think about it being, oh, it's a song, and it's it's like no, it's a freestyle. Yeah, it's a good freestyle. But like you said, he he had his parts where he messed up, and you know that will take certain people out of it. Mm. One thing I noticed, and I don't know if this was if he picked that beat on purpose because it had Jay on it or a Lupe thing, because you do remember at a certain point, people were saying, hey, man, Charles kind of reminds me of Lupe. And then mm-hmm. he had his comments about Lupe and people that, oh, he doesn't like Lupe. It's like, he never said that. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why he picked this beat was obviously because Lupe and Jay did a great job on it. But I still think he wanted to separate himself from Lupe, not in a disrespectful way, but to be mm-hmm. like, hey, Lupe is great, but I'm Charles Hamilton. I don't want to be like Lupe Jr., especially and Lupe came out like 2006, you know, yep. about 2005, 2006. Yep. It's 2008. It's like, hey, man, Lupe can't have, not say he can't, but it's like Lu- Lupe was too young in his career to have juniors. Only two years in, and oh, there's already a Lupe Jr. It's like, nah, like let let, let Lupe do his own thing and build him, can continue to build himself before you start giving Lupe juniors and all that type of stuff. And also, Charles, Charles is a lot more talented than to be someone's junior you know what i mean no disrespect to lupe or anybody like that because lupe's fire so is charles so yeah yeah i just there was there's room for both of them but i feel like there's always this need in hip-hop and just really a lot of genres anyway is once you see somebody kind of have a similar style or similar rise it's immediate let's put them up with each other which slowly turns in put them against each other and let's just see what happens it's, yeah. it's a sick it's a sick situation but that's what happens sick sad world yeah seriously uh next up is beetlejuice which again we talk about already we talked about it it's been on you know both projects uh previous which were outside and um crash, crash. yep um 
PWA, Problem with Authority, the best song on this tape, I would say. It's an actual song, too, so that kind of helps. You know what I'm <clears> saying? <throat> Hook and all that. So, yeah, it samples um, Amusement Park by 50 Cent. Right. Great. Uh, tying in with the gangster record, which is crazy because this is kind of when 50 started doing what's called from Get Rich to Die trying to the follow up, which is Massacre. Yep. Stark difference, right? Massacre is very pop, pop heavy in the sense that he was hitting charts with different types of, of rap songs, right? So it's right. interesting that he uses this one, uses this type of. 50 cent beats to like kind of convey his point about the gangster thing. Yeah. Um, but what a Charles song. It definitely makes sense. Pro- pro- uh, problem with authority. You know, Charles. Charles is very competitive when it comes to people telling him about himself. Um, great, great, great record. You know, <laughs> he opens it up masterfully. Charles, have a seat. Classes in session. Bitch, why you talking? Did I ask you a question? I laugh at the mention of classroom detention. Catholic school rebel. Fuck masks because I'm lifted. Bag of the piff mixed with mad frankincense. You ask for this shit because my passion is... Good song. It's one of those things. It's funny you brought up the 50 Cent thing. So, you know, obviously, Give Her Die Trying. The Massacre came out. And then this song, Amusement, Amusement Park, was on his third album, Curtis. And that was the album that, you know, he lost to Kanye on. And I want to say that's when a lot of people went sour on 50 because they're just like, all right, well, yeah, yep. you're making the music, but I'm just, just not connecting with it anymore. Mm-hmm. But this was definitely one of them songs that people would still like. It was this, you know, I Get Money, stuff like that. Great, um, great, great. Yes, yes. I know I know you, you guys uh, talked about it on an uh, episode of Two Tall Boys. But Problem with Authority, like, like you said, Charles talking about his problem with authority, people telling him what to do, how to do it. You know, mm-hmm. being in class, teachers getting upset, tell them to sit down and be quiet and whatnot, and walking out of class doing whatever. They're going to discipline them. He's going to be like, yeah, whatever. Who cares, you know? Because that's that's essentially 2008 Charles, especially yep. young Charles. Like, that's that's what, what he's doing. I don't think I don't think it's even a thing of him just trying to be disrespectful. It's just like, hey, man, like, I know who I am, and y'all not going to tell me how to be me. So only one person that can tell you how to be me is me. And I'm going to tell y'all in the song how I'm being me, how I'm doing me, you know. But great song. I like yeah. it. I It's one of my favorite songs. I wouldn't say, say, say my favorite, but it's definitely one of my favorite songs. So, Yeah. How do you feel about, or what What are your thoughts on the, the not the bridge, but like the, not a bridge. I forgot what, how you explain it. But like him going into the dream type of uh the dream like sequence, right? Like that's, that's that's really what it is. It's really a dream sequence. Yeah. So uh, it's just so random. It's randomly in the middle of the song, and it goes right back into the to uh, the music part sample. It was it was just I, interesting that he he did that. I'll be honest. I was confused. I was driving. I was driving while I listened to the you know tape, and it got to a certain point. I'm like, all right, so like the song's about to be over. I was like, but I'll let it play out. He might be having a skit or something like that after yeah. this. And then, like I said, it's the little dream sequence, Mary Chuck Miss, and this is. I'm like, wait, am I listening to the same song? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I, I didn't press, I didn't skip it. And then I'm like, all right, Cause I think it was like right when it when it popped up, I was coming to a, a red light, and I was like, all right, what's going on with this? And then it goes back into it, and I'm like, all right, uh, that's the only way I can explain it. It, it was random, and yeah. it goes into it. It's one of those things where 
sometimes I think less is more mm-hmm. where, you know, there, there might've been a reason he was trying to do it and explain something, not saying that it wasn't needed, but I'll say for me, I'm like, it's random. Wait, it, it's, it's there. That, yeah. That's, I don't know. It, it was there. Yeah. It was definitely there. <laughs> uh, Tate finishes up with uh, Gangsta's final clip. So with this song, we always talk about Charles having great intros, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't think we always compliment him on how he ends his tapes too, because mm-hmm. regardless of anybody, you have to have a great outro. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you're just putting because you know some people they'll they'll be cheap or whatever they'll be like hey what's the hit song from this project or album slap that on on at the end whatever or slap that on in the beginning mm-hmm. and then the sequence is kind of off with this and what he's trying to do with this project I think that especially the name Gangsta's last well final clip it's one of those things where we always we always think about that like with the the Goodfellas Scarface you know. Mm-hmm godfather any any type of you know gangster movie or even we're talking about a gangster movie a hood movie you know they always talk about how they want to how they want to go out how they want to end things you know and you really want to end things on your terms good or bad you know when you're in too deep of a situation you know you're not going to make it but you know you're like hey i'm gonna take everybody with me and i feel yeah. like this is what he was doing lyrically on the beat like oh just if, if, if i'm going out i'm going out with a blast I'm taking y'all with me, and, and this is how I'm going to this is how I'm going to end end it. You know, you feel me? I, I like the song. I, I really like it, and I think it was a good ending for this tape. Even though this tape was only a couple songs, you know, it wasn't that many. Because technically, mm-hmm. the fir- the intro isn't it's a song, but it's not. He's not him really rapping on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, just him talking. Yeah, it's just him talking, which is crazy because he he always talks about we we don't really talk about intros like that where it's like, hey, I'm going to talk for two something minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like no he's talking talking but yeah out, outro great I, I liked it good ending yeah it's it's he's definitely wrapping his ass off on there that type of energy is why i went on pressure uh so yeah so that's uh that that's that would be my critique of, of that one um i did want to ask a question before we get into 2.0 um this is funny because this comes after uh death of a mixtape rapper and this is very much a mixtape yeah you know, this is this is very much a mixtape type of 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 tape. So, any any credence there? Any any thoughts behind that? Because I I think it's funny that I wonder if no, because that wouldn't make sense. I wonder if this was supposed to be a different order, but I guess it's fine. But I would I would have thought that maybe this should have gone first. Then he killed the death of the mixtape rapper. I, I think we're thinking I think we're thinking into it too much. It's one yeah. of those things where for, for me as an artist, there's times where I'm like, all right, well, there's a certain idea I have with certain songs and certain things I want to put out. And I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get to it when I get to it. Mm-hmm. Some some new beat comes on, some new song comes out, and I'm like, this stuff has to get put on the side. I'm doing this right now. And yeah. I feel like, especially Jay coming back and the way he did, a lot of people wanted to rap on a lot of those beats. Like we said, mm-hmm. the ignorant, the blue magic beat. Just a lot. Uh, there's one beat I'm surprised that no one that he didn't pick on here was this is the song he had called Fallen. Jay Z had on the soundtrack mm-hmm. that he didn't put on here. I'm like, wow. I figured he would have chose that one. But yeah. I feel that, especially at the time with mixtapes, it's like, dude, like mixtapes were so big and popular, and it's an easy way, it's a fast way to get your buzz out. Of course, mm-hmm. Charles was saying in depth of the mixtape rapper, hey, this art form isn't going to last too long because we're going to create something new that's going to mm-hmm. replace it 
But at the same time, it's like, I feel like with him, it's like, hey, while it's here, here's a mixtape. Here, yeah. Here's an actual project of us rapping and freestyling. Because like we talked about before, nowadays, you can't just take someone's beat and go on YouTube with it. You're getting shut down. You can't go on. Like, maybe if you're lucky, if you pitch the sound, maybe yeah. you can get away with it. But you can't do that now. Mixtapes are definitely like original mixtapes with your own music, your own yeah. production. You can do that. But taking someone's beat now, because nowadays, even me trying to listen to this in the car, because if I had backed out of the YouTube button or whatever, instantly mm-hmm. song turned off, I'm like, I can't you run two apps at once. It's like I have to yeah. literally just sit there on the actual YouTube app to listen to some most of these songs. I'm like, yeah. Well, I, th- I think about us, we're just thinking a little bit too far into it, where it's like, uh, well, you're right. It's like, hey, shouldn't you? It's like, but it's, it's a mixtape. It, yeah. It's a mixtape. He's having fun with it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we move on over to American Gangster Volume 2.0. Where is Charles Hamilton? Uh, which opens up with spinal cords on repeat. Um, I I will say that I love this record. Yeah. Um, it's a it's it's I don't know how to explain it, but as when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, this is. I kind of knew that I was probably gonna like this version better than the first one. Right. Right. Um. How how'd you feel? So how it starts off you know because there's no in, there's no quote-unquote intro like the first tape just right into the music i'm like all right cool and then he talked about i know y'all been waiting you know because i've been gone you know and what makes me think about 2.0 especially when it came out i'm like i wonder if charles was to release it how he wanted to release it when was this actually supposed to come out because mm-hmm. i feel like it should have came out maybe a little bit after mm-hmm. you know uh, the first original american gangster but I like the song. He snaps on it. He has a lot of a lot of bars on there. One that I noticed, he said, "What do you say?" Uh, next time he goes into the airport, niggas is fucking dead. It's like, oh man, <laughs> and you know, yeah, you you got you got to be careful with saying anything about anything in the airport. You know, yeah, you can't say I'm, shit in the airport. Yeah, you get you say I mean, <laughs> you accidentally say something stupid. And you get man. It, it's actually been a while since I actually been on a flight, but just. I just know, like, even with me, I would dress very lightly because I'm like, I don't even want them thinking, oh, well, nope, get pulled over here. You got to talk to I'm like, nope, I'm just not even going to do it. But he has, he has some fireballs, bars on there, and mm-hmm. he, he does a great job. Great intro, starts off the tape amazingly well. So I'm like, all right, I got high hopes for this. High hopes for this one. Yeah, uh, like I said, just uh, I think he, he has that Velma line at the end. I might insert the clip right here. It's claimed to be dogs and wolves. They bark is good, but they can't even walk the hood. Well, nigga, I'm Sonic the Pit Bull with a pink leash and rabies. Get a clue, nigga. Jinkies. A great opener. It's not like a traditional intro. Because, like, it, it does intro because he does say it at the beginning. He actually names the tape and he gets right into the rapping, which, yeah. you know, it's a change of pace. And I appreciate that. Um, Now. Remember how we were talking about cooking with olive oil and like, oh, this is this is cool, this is great, but it's not like cooking with butter. Yes. The awesome and sweet is next, which is basically awesome, but way better. Like it's yes. it's like five to ten times better than the original. Um, it, something about the beat just feels fuller. I guess it feels like there's more to it, and the bars are better overall. I think I, I just think he snaps way better on this one. Uh, did you do you agree? I agree. 
I now we said awesome was good. Awesomely sweet is actually awesome. Yeah. I, I, I totally like this this song a lot better than the first one. Yeah. So now I can say this. So what I felt when I heard the first one, I'm like, oh, it's cool, you know. Then I hear the second one. And I remember getting these two songs confused at one point. Because mm. like when I first heard them, I was like, wait a minute, did is this the same one or is this a remix to it? I'm like, no, mm-hmm. like, and I, I would forget about the first one mm-hmm. until I would hear it again. And I'm like, all right, so the first one, awesome, sounds like kind of like a rough draft. Yeah, like you have an idea what you want to do with it, and then you you, you 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 sit it right there, you come back to it. All right, I know exactly what I want to do with this now. Mm-hmm. And then awesomely sweet is like that finished product, and then like doing a little bit more spelling and a little bit more in, in the hook and whatnot yeah like doing the t-o-n because yeah. in, in the original one it's just like t-o-n it's like all right it's cool but yeah 10 times better i i this is one of them songs where i i don't think he needed to change anything on it hook was fire beat was mm-hmm. fire verses were fire great yeah great don't change a damn thing about it yeah no 100 percent agree there Life's a bitch and I get her all wet Met her at a bar, she ain't get my balls yet Cash in the front pocket, she might get my wallet Make her hit a high note, I will never fall set Oh, forget about it <laughs> Yeah, and my balls are as heavy as a Give you the blues like Eric Um, Next is Random Verse Which true to true to form is a random verse it's just random it's it's just random but it's okay because it's it's still a song but it's just yeah so it's it's random just this is just probably something he went in there he may not have had like a a full idea of what he wanted to do but he liked the verses the verses and that's the hook there it is for, for for me it's crazy because I know certain artists like Eminem and other people where they'll write, they'll just write songs, right? And Charles might have done this where he maybe wrote in his head or had something already written down, but didn't have a particular beat. Because for me, if I'm writing, it's written to a beat. If I don't yeah. write to a beat, it's not going on anything else. Because mm-hmm. people they, they try to drag and drop it to different other beats. And some some producers could be like, hey, give me your verse and I'll create the beat around it. Mm-hmm. which I think is personally amazing if you can do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like you said, he had he had the verses with it and he had something he wanted to say on there and then he probably just couldn't come up with a hook, an actual hook he really wanted to put on there. Mm-hmm. And also at this time of rap, this ain't like the 80s or like early 90s where people were rap and then there was no hook. It's, eh? Uh, that's, it, like I said, verses, verses cool. The, that hook, um, I'm not a fan of it. I know you said it's a random, random verse, but I'm like, I just... And that 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 soured it for me personally. I'm like, ah. so yeah, I can see how it might take you out of it. It's like, eh, it's like not that he didn't put effort into it. I just feel like maybe it was like this is kind of like a a throwaway. Like here you go, like take this. Um, now this next song is I'm gonna be honest. You know how everybody has like their like deep cuts and like, oh, I like this song. This is it. Might not you might not know about this one or like this one didn't get talked about enough right that i'm back home is one of my favorite records like personal favorite records 
don't know why, can't tell you why, but it's just one of those ones that I like to play every now and again, especially if I'm like headed on the way home or I'm going back home, back to my parents' house for the first time in a long time. Now, right. granted, this song means something totally different. Like this is a very specific, like, yo, I'm I'm coming to get that, whatever. But for me, it's it's more about just returning home after a long absence. For me, as a personal thing for me. Um, but I like the song, good, good verse on there. I love the I love the hook. The hook is really personal. And yeah, it's just it's a really smooth, smooth track. Smooth track. Agreed. So you're right about that. This is one of this might be my favorite on the project. This okay. might be my favorite on the project. And it's crazy because we just came off of random verse. So with me, I was like, ah man, I don't know how I feel about the rest of this. And then this yeah. song comes on. I'm like, oh, okay, no, he brought it back. He brought it back. Mm-hmm. Brought it back in a major way. Like you said. You're, and this kind of goes back to the American Gangster, you know, part of, hey, where is Charles Hamilton? Hey, I, I had a leave of absence, as you yeah. can say. I, I was gone. Now I'm coming back. Shorty, don't, don't, don't do nothing crazy because I'm coming right back. And, yeah. you know, you know, I, I need to see you immediately. Yeah. You know, we need to rekindle the flame and, and spend some, some time together, some much needed time together. You dig? So... Yeah. Great song, great verse, great, great, great everything. I, I love the song. Great, great, great job he did on it. I'm back home. Don't push me. I'm, I'm that close looking. And I don't need to pop that toast goodie. Because you niggas is not that close to me. I'm trying to get that I'm back home. Because I'm back. And I need it. I'm back. And I'm Up next we have Beat Abuse. Um cool beat abuse is cool uh for me good good freestyle good yeah. i look at that good freestyle i'm a little biased because mm-hmm. with this song the beat it's mob deep it's a craze i believe mm-hmm. this is the second ever beat i ever rapped on the oh, second, wow. second beat i ever rapped on wow and you, even real quick you guys won't be able to find it online it's not online anywhere it's off my first mixtape but I, I'm biased for the beat. I love the beat. I think Charles did a great job with the freestyle and whatnot, whatever. So when I hear that beat, I just think about, oh, man, like what, what I did with it. And like I said, Charles did the beat justice. It, his, his verse is a lot better than mine. I'll say that, whatever. I did a good job, but Charles Charles did great with this. I like yeah. the song. That's dope. Very nice. A little nostalgia pick for you. I like that. Yes, sir. I like that. Um, now, I'm pretty sure that's the I Know beat from... Yep. Now, see, this is the one I'm surprised this one didn't make the first one. Because that's one of the beats I did like. I know people may, may have not liked that song by Jay. I love that song. What? I, yeah, dog. I don't, I feel like people, American Gangster is another one of those contentious picks. I think as time went on, we looked back and we're like, oh no, this was actually a decent tape. It's like, this was actually pretty good if you go back and actually listen to some stuff. Yeah. Um, but I do remember when that first came out. I don't think it it didn't hit as much as as I thought it would, I guess. Because, you know, this is a Pharrell beat. So, like, I, you know, he doesn't miss often for me, at least. Not with me. Right. Uh, And that could be Virginia bias, but who knows. Um, But, yeah, I love I love this one. This is funny. It's it's called I'm Pretty Sure, which is just a level shorter of I know, obviously. Um, (laughs) But I like it. it. That that's a that's a good one. And it's. It's actually a decent, it's a freestyle slash song, kind of, because I feel like the verses are freestyle, but he does add like add that little hook at the end, like, you know, that's pretty cool. And 
It's a good yeah. record. I, I think it's cool. It, that shit, that just, you know, it's shocking to me that people didn't like I Know. And you're probably right, because with me, when I first heard it, I love the song. I'm like, this yeah. is great. So for me, when I first heard this, I didn't hear the official song of, I'm pretty sure. I only heard the first verse. I'm not sure who put it together, but it was mm -hmm. on YouTube where what I heard first was Charles's verse. Mm -hmm. And then right after he ends his verse, it got blended into Jay-Z's I Know. Oh. So that's the first time I heard it. So I'm like, oh, wait, Charles did a, a actual, I'm like, I don't know if it's official, but I'm like, he did a remix with Jay-Z? I'm like, it's probably not official, but I'm like, yeah. It's just maybe his remix or, or version of it. So that's why, and I didn't even hear the actual hook and all that. I just heard the mm -hmm. first verse. I'm like, oh, this is fire. And then I never found that that version again. It's probably gone to the internet ether and whatnot. But right. hearing the song, I still think it's a great song. Uh, the hook's pretty cool, you know. Um, the only thing I really got to say about it is Danity Kane Girls. <laughs> yeah. And in case Danity you guys didn't uh, hear me, I'll, I'll say I'll say it one more time. Uh-huh. Danity Kane Girls. Yep. That is, yep. One more time for just for good measure. Okay, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Danity Kane Girls. Followed by the Charles Lab. You know how you know how <laughs> <it's at>. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man. Uh, now, this next one was interesting because if you look at the title mm -hmm. and you think about other Charles songs, you think you know exactly how this is going to sound. But it doesn't. No. Uh, you know, on an episode that actually is getting released this week as we're recording, if that makes sense. Um, this, this next track is called Shining Shadows. So I'm instantly thinking I'm about to hear the shining shadows that's on Atlantis and a, but right. it's not, it's something totally different and it's not bad. Don't get it twisted. It's actually a really good song. Right. It's so, just, it's just a little confusing. So this is, so everyone that's listening, this is what we were talking about first with like maybe some type of mix up earlier mm -hmm. in this episode. So I did the same thing. I'm like, okay, shining shadows that cool. And then I'm like, this is not Shining Shadows. Heard the song. I think it's cool. I like the song. It was an interesting take because he's talking about, okay, the American gangster thing, right? Hey, mm -hmm. if you're a gangster, you're going to be doing some activities that might get you in trouble. Mm -hmm. Might get locked up. What, what's everybody going to say? Or is the label going to pay attention? Are they going to even know? What's my mom going to say? Is she going to be like, I told you so? Mm -hmm. That was a bar. That's crazy. I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. But... <laughs> um. But seriously, he was just talking about what could happen, what would happen if, you know, I get locked up, whatever. I like the song. I don't know why it was called Shining Shadows. Personally, what I think is someone made a typo and it's supposed to be called something else. The worst part is I haven't found the song under any other name. Yeah. So unfortunately, it's also called Shining Shadows. But I know, and every Charles fan knows, if we're looking up Shining Shadows, we're looking up the other one yeah, we're looking from Atlantis and A. Yeah. But it's a good song, though. It is a good song. I, I wish that we could correct it and give it another name, but... Maybe we'll ask Charles if that's a typo and we'll kind of figure out what the actual name is. Right. Yeah. Um. Now, just so we're clear, the end song for you is Pleasant Overthinking, right? On yours? Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's the thing. I don't want to talk about this one 
The reason is because it's on a different tape that I want to make sure that we have plenty of time to talk about. Yes. That, that's probably top five tape for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to say that I love this song, and that's as much as I'm going to get that last pleasant overthinking is that right. I love that song. This, this is what I will say. Technically, if we if we counted on here, I would say this is the best song on the tape. Correct. But it's not supposed to be here. It's on another project that it belongs to. What right. I think happened was, do you remember when people used to come out with certain mixtapes? Hey, here's an actual song from my next tape. Mm-hmm. This is a little preview. I think maybe that's what that was. Yeah. But I do not consider this being on on this tape. It's it's on there, but technically no, because it doesn't. I, it doesn't even fit on here. Like legit, like does yeah. not on this project at all. I I, I consider it like a little sampler of. Yeah another tape that's going to come out in the future right yeah because like it just overall it doesn't match the vibes of what he's doing here and this isn't really like a concept tape or anything but even even if we're trying to base it off of like being like a a follow-up to the gangster stuff there's just no there's no connection and so that's why i can't it's here but like it's a ghost you feel me like so like i can't i can't i can't in good faith like go deep pause with the with the explanation because i'd rather do it on uh my brain is alive obviously right i got you yep it's a great song but yeah not supposed to be here and this is what makes sense real quick i'll make it quick this is why it makes sense that this project was probably supposed to come out earlier way earlier than it did mm-hmm. because american gangster 2.0 came out it got released at 2012 or some area at that point in time mm-hmm. when we hear pleasant overthinking it's like, hey, this tape has already been out on My Brain's Alive that already came out. But so, you know, it's yeah. a bunch of back and forth and this and that. And it's like, okay, well, we, we kind of have an idea of what it is, though. But great song. We're not going to talk about it till later. Yeah. Uh, okay. So in 2023, man, um, American Gangsta 1.0 and 2.0. Uh, let's do it like we did uh, with the Street Rat and Mogul. We're going to go, you know, we'll figure out, you know, how we feel about today. Yeah. which we thought was better, and then we'll give our ratings for, you know, kind of as a as a whole, as a collective. Right. So, for me, both of these have the same ratings uh, together. I think it would be cool if, because like I said, some of these songs were on different projects. So if mm-hmm. we were able to take those off and put some of these together, maybe as one cohesive project, yeah. like The American Gangster, it, it, it would be a better project. But at the same time, even if I rated them separately, they're good projects. But for this rating, we know we've been doing the classic Sonic, Supersonic. I want to introduce a new rating for okay. me personally. Okay. And both projects are getting it together, separate, doesn't matter. Yeah. So the new rating that I would like to give it is Silver Sonic. And I'm saying okay. Silver Sonic, like the not just like Shadow or nobody like that. I'm talking about the robotic, robotic, the robot Sonic that the boss near the end of Sonic 2, Mecha Sonic, because some people, they're like, oh, is it Silver Sonic, Mecha Sonic? We're saying Mecha Sonic, the Silver Sonic, the boss from Sonic 2. Mm -hmm. The reason I say that, I'm not saying this is a bad tape. Mm -hmm. It's a good tape. But I feel like there are better tapes out there, Mm -hmm. and Charles have done this better on other projects. Like, for example, with Sonic 3, or Sonic and Knuckles, there's another Mecha Sonic, you know, a... 3.0, 3.0, as you say, mm-hmm. that one does the job a lot better. 
there's there's other there's other robots that are better than than Mecha Sonic from Sonic Two. Yeah, not a bad project, but I feel that there's better. Good project, but there's there's better. Yeah, I f- yeah, I, yeah. Because I feel like with Sonic Two, Sonic Two introduces you, you know, the Mecha Sonic is Silver Sonic, however you want to call them, right? Um, let's say Mecha Sonic, only because I feel like I don't want to get Silver confused because Silver, uh, you know, yeah. Silver might be one that we use one day too as a rating. Yeah, uh, silver, so, the actual silver. But yeah, I got you. Yeah, Mechasonic too. Mechasonic yeah. too. We'll say that. Because yeah. that, you know, that is that is you know, when that boss came out, it was cool, right? But then, like you later on, you find out, oh, there's one that's way better than the original. So I feel like that's kind of what we're saying with this this type of rating, because he does something like similar to this. But better, maybe down the line or like in a different era. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. No, I I can see that. I can see that. Um, this is one of those tapes where I would say I'm kind of surprised. You know how it sounds in 2023. I would think if you would ask me, you know, 10, 15 years ago, oh, how'd you feel about American Gangster? Oh, I think it was a fire tape. You know what I'm saying? Today I'd be like, oh, it's okay. It's it's okay. It's it's not the best thing that I've heard out of Charles Hamilton. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I think I think you I think you're right. I think this is one of those situations where these two tapes or these two things. The I'll say this: American Gangster 2.0 sounds like stuff that didn't get added on the first one. To which I'll say maybe he should have added these to the first one and just made them all together. Like take yeah. out, you know. Take out, you know, awesome. We're just doing awesomely sweet. Let's just get that out of the way immediately. Maybe we don't need punk rock boy in the hood. We just put final chords on repeat there. We can keep going ignorant. American Dream, Beetlejuice, we've heard these already, you know? So yeah. it's like, take those out, add some of this original stuff in there, and just make one cohesive thing. American Gangster, who is Charles Hampton? And that's the tape. It's just these songs instead of doing two separate things or right. however this came out to be. So I think because of its incompleteness, I think that kind of sells it short. And I know it's part of the Hamiltonization process, but I would I would say it's one of mm, at one point I thought Death of the Mixtape Rapper was the weakest. This is probably the weakest of that group. American Gangster, the first one. I, I could see the contention with that. I know with me, the one thing I will say, because I know we're back then, like you're right, 2008, here in American Gangster, I would have been like, yeah, it's a good tape. I like the tape. Yeah. Now you're like, it's all right. I think the reason why, because obviously we hindsight's 2020, you know, back then right. it was it was good. It was really good. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, we've heard so much more and so much uh, you know, growth from Charles's music artistry that mm-hmm. it's like that now it's like, okay, yeah, this was good for 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 its time. In 2008, American Gangster was cool. It was good. Yeah. 2.0, it was cool too. But it's like we've heard so much better and and so much more, and he's sharpened his pen and his freestyle mm-hmm. ability so much. It's like there's 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 just better, and it's not a knock on him. It's like this is what he had then. This is what he has now. Just yeah. he's just better, and that's progression. That's how it's supposed to go. You're supposed to look at your other projects and be like, it was good for the time, but I got a lot more better stuff that you guys can hear. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a cop out, but I like the idea of the mecca because I'm like. Again, like I said, there's good stuff here, but I feel like if you're looking for something specific, if you like something specific about these tapes, it's definitely done better somewhere else. Right. And I feel like maybe that's that's your choice. Like, 
you know, get some stuff off of here, you know, find the stuff that you want off of here, but then go find the stuff that's better in, in this realm of, of uh, Charles's stylistic uh, approach, right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Mecha 2, but I will say American Gangster 2.0 is better than the first one, for sure. Uh, I agree. I do like the second one a lot better than the first one. Just It's just overall, I think that, like on the first one, we said there were like two songs on there we already heard, so kind of disqualifies that, where it's like, already heard this on a different tape, so take. So it's there's more songs on here I haven't heard, and songs are done better. Yeah. But overall, good tapes. They're good tapes. Two is better. Yeah, de- yeah, de- decent tapes, decent tapes. Um, but yeah, how do, what do y'all think about American Gangster? Uh, do you think they should have been connected, uh, put them together? Uh, do you like them being separated? What were your favorite songs? And you know, what is your idea of Gangster? Uh, let us know. You can follow us over at. I hate this because like it's so many different ones. Twitter, we have Star C Eight Central, <laughs> TikTok, and it's and no TikTok and that it. Yeah, yeah TikTok. TikTok is we're Star Chaser Central. Do we have another yeah. one? No. Okay. No. I'm bad at this. I'm new to this. YouTube, <laughs> we are Star Chaser Central. Be sure to subscribe. We're trying to we're trying to hit 50, 50 subscribers. You know, currently so, currently right now. By the time this comes out, we don't know. But just yeah. just keep subscribing. Please please keep keep watching the videos. Keep sending the love. Keep messaging us. Tell us what you guys like about you know what we're doing right now. Tell us what we can improve on. You know, yeah. constructive criticism. It always works. Um, are we giving our our socials as well? Our socials too? Yes, yes, because you can follow me at stick around fifty four on Instagram. That's S T I K around fifty four. Mike, where can they find you, buddy? On Twitter, because I'm not calling it X. Shout out to me because I'm a flex. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, here we I'm go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, hey, listen, listen. You come up with a sixteen anyway. You can find me on Twitter at Mike D Jackson. That's Mike D E E Jackson. One D, two E's, and then on uh, Instagram you can find me on the Mike Jackson. Uh, you were talking about me come up with a sixteen. They're not ready for White Broccoli, bro. <laughs> White, White Broccoli. That's my rap name, bro. White Broccoli. You didn't ask for me, but I'm here. So you know what I'm saying, but yeah, uh, just let us know, man. Let us know what you want us to what you want us to review. Uh, any special uh episodes you want us to do? Uh, in the years coming up. So I'm hoping by the time that this comes out, we've already put out something special. But we have to talk about it. We'll see what happens. Uh, but we're excited about the next year, 2024. We'll probably actually this episode's probably gonna come out in 2024. I'm bad at these. I'm not used to recording episodes and stashing them. So I talk as if in the future, but it's really the past, and it's weird. Ignore all that, but just follow us, man. Be sure to you know keep rocking with us. We 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 appreciate all the comments and all the love that everybody's been showing us, um, buddy. I just want to let you know I forgot to mention it because you know it's 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 a it's the holiday season and it's trying time. I just want to let you know that you're gonna make it through. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Thank I you said for, it because uh, of the shirt, buddy. It's it's because. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you guys can't see it. It's probably gonna be flipped backwards, but it's the grassy. Whatever it takes, I know I'll make it through. Actually, you know what? You can take that back because I know I'll make it through. Yeah, there we if go. I hold out, you know, hey, I know. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> oh man, but we are signing out of the Star Chaser Central. We always encourage you to follow your dreams. And reach for the stars. Yeah. And my bars are heavy.
Yes, I see you.